McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The most fun meet in the morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Ladies and gentlemen, the presiding bishop of full gospel and the senior pastor of Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Nashville, Tennessee, the one and only Bishop Joseph Walker. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. What's up, man? Listen, I'm so grateful, man. I tell you what, I've been just thinking about this word all day early this morning, and I want to just encourage somebody to let you know, man, you got to see the good in every bad situation. You know, the goodness of God is often never interpreted by us, but always interpreted by God. And sometimes you could be going through something, interpreting that thing in a negative way, saying, God, why did you allow this to happen? And why did you let that happen? But you know, God sees further up the road. And when you mature, you'll look back over your life and you'll start thanking God for stuff you were mad about. You'll see the person that God said, I don't want you to be with. And you'll be so upset. And then you'll see them 20 years later and say, Lord, thank you, Jesus. You know why? Because God sees further up the road. He knows what's best for you. So today, rather than sit around and add up your problems, I want you to start counting your blessings. There's always something good in it. And remember, all things work together for good to those who love God and who are called according to His purpose. I'm Bishop Joseph Juan Walker III. I want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker III and let me know you were listening to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Man, we appreciate that word. Bishop Walker, thank you so much for coming on, jumping on with us this morning out of your crazy schedule. All right, man, we love you. Let's get into some music right here. Here we go, y'all. Rick is the morning show. I love you, Lord. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Donald Trump plans to turn himself in and be processed at the Fulton County Jail in Georgia on Thursday following his agreement earlier Monday to a $200,000 bond and other release conditions. Trump addressed the news on Truth Social saying, I'll be going to Atlanta, Georgia on Thursday to be arrested in all caps. Uh, In other news, a tropical storm is headed towards South Texas. Residents were bracing for heavy rain and flooding. Tropical storm force winds are expected throughout the morning and the system making uh, landfall south of Corpus Christi on uh, by midday today. Lastly, a new medical study found that one in five patients with severe COVID-19 have been diagnosed with high blood pressure six months later. Those requiring hospital care for COVID-19 were over twice as likely to develop hypertension than patients suffering from the flu. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick rundown of today's news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? There's only one thing to talk about this morning. Sit back and relax and uh, witness this greatness. Women's 100 World Final. The Jamaicans get out well. It's Sharika Jackson, Shelly Ann Fraser Price, Talu. Here comes Shakari Richardson. Shakari's done it. Shakari Richardson has won the world title. Come on, man. Why? 
Crown world's fastest woman got out the blocks kind of slow. She ran down the Jamaican sprinters. Shakira Richardson and Shelly Ann Fraser price to win gold at 10.65, which is a world championship record. So, so that makes her the world's fastest woman. Come on now. Wow. Now, now Flojo's world record is still out there at 10.49, but she's the world's fastest woman right now. And that's 10, what? 10.65. What? Come on, man. And, and she got off to a slow start. She came out the blocks kind of and almost in last place. Walked them in. Mm-hmm. Walked them down. Dog. She must have had it. She probably didn't stretch. Let me, no. What happened when you come out <laughs> slow like that? It's, it, man, you, you got to try to, you got to, it's, it's the gun. Right. Pick it up in them, yeah. It's the gun. It's, it's all about, you got to. But I, them first 10 I, meters don't matter. Them last 10 is right. No, right. sometimes the first 10 meters is that more important 10, than the last. But she, got that leg, but she got that closing speed, though. Let me tell you something, man. It ain't how you start, it's how you finish it. Shakira it's about how she heard that gun, because she knows she's from South Dallas. <laughs> and then when you hear a gun in South Dallas. Dog. She's from Oak Cliff, right? Out of Dallas, Carter High School. Oh, damn right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something about a gun. There should be a lot of them out of, out of there running yeah. like that. Yeah, man. So we're going to talk more about it later on. Gary, what's up there, big dog? All right, y'all. Kanye, as we all know, he recently tied the knot last year with a pretty Australian architect, as they put it, Miss Bianca Sensor, at a secret wedding ceremony. Well, y'all, it's being reported, y'all, that, honey, while she may look innocent, honey, they say her close family members not. Now, according to a new report, y'all, from the Daily Mail, they're saying that Bianca's daddy, honey, is a convicted heroin dealer, and her uncle, dubbed the Melbourne Al Capone, was sentenced to death, y'all, back in the 1980s for being a gangster. Now, they're saying her, his new father-in-law, Elijah Leo Cesare was convicted in 1982, honey, for the possession of a prohibited import, specifically heroin. Now, they're saying this resulted in a substantial prison sentence. Now, Bianca's eldest brother, Edmondo, also has multiple convictions for violence, assaulting police, theft, and making threats out in Victoria, Australia. So, there's uh, he got, they say he's dealing with some people, but he got to watch was 1982. Huh? That was 40 years ago. And, and your point is? He ain't a criminal no more. You know how many people that gave their life to the Lord by now? Oh, okay. <laughs> I sure All right, did. the color today, then we're good for you. The color today, honey, is one of my favorite color. My color today, y'all, is sultry navy. On the high end, you say sultry navy, and on the low end, you say beautiful dark blue. That's your color for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, somebody done had a secret baby. Wait till I tell you who it is up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and it's hot spot. Catch me at the hot the Time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, Charity Lawson's love story came to a conclusion in Fiji as she picked between her final three suitors. They whittled down from a cast of 30, uh, Doton, Joey, and Aaron, who she already got rid of once and ultimately let go again. Ultimately, Char- Charity gave her final rose to a fan favorite, Doton. Am I saying it right? Dalton, okay. Um, but first, uh, had to tearfully end her relationship with Joey. Uh, she said when it came down to it, it was a feeling you can't really uh, place. She said you just know it's there. And when you're together, it comes alive. And that would be uh, The Bachelorette Season 20, what I'm speaking of. Uh, she got engaged, actually. How do people get engaged off The Bachelorette like that? What is going on? Lonely or something. I just you yeah. they don't really get to know it don't You're be a small person long. I mean I think to honestly yeah. I always say to myself, if it was me, honey, if I meet you today and we like each other, honey, you wanna get married tomorrow, just do it. On the job training. 
<laughs> so we're getting on the job on training. On the job training. That's right, honey. On so the job you training. You a psychopath. Well, we just got to learn yeah, each other anyway. at least go through a couple of emotions with each other. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, see what they do when you make them mad. Are they going to try to slit your throat? Well, and you if know, you don't like, like them, divorce them. And divorce is easy. I mean, we've been doing it all along, so divorce if you don't like <laughs> But why get married just to get divorced? You don't need to. You don't care, you care. Just no, I don't care. Ricky, it's not that serious. The worst life advice ever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Rihanna, y'all, has reportedly given birth uh, to her and ASAP Rocky's second child back on August 3rd. Wow. But has kept it quiet about the happy news. Sources told TMZ that the boy was born in Los Angeles. The name is not yet known, but allegedly begins with the dar. Rihanna revealed her second pregnancy in the blockbuster fashion while performing performing at the 2023 Super Bowl halftime show back in February. Rocky also hinted on several occasions that the couple uh, has also secretly gotten married. So, wow. Like, do y'all believe that? Yeah. I believe she probably had the baby on the low, but how do you keep that news quiet? Married. No, not married, but the uh, the baby. That's how they rich. Rich people can hide babies. Uh, the hospital and all the <laughs> nosy babies. people and all that. Hide babies. <laughs> <laughs> How they hide babies, Gary? You don't know if they have them or not, honey. Before you know it, it'll go to baby. <laughs> Real poor people can hide them, too. Oh, yeah? Oh. <laughs> don't say nothing. Just don't say nothing. They had that baby at the crib. <laughs> they can't do that with that. Some little hood girl, they had that baby right in that Section 8 apartment. Oh, nah, God. Going back to work. Going back to work at the Atlanta airport the next day. Like, <laughs> nothing happened. Yeah. They had a whole easy. baby. Oh, my God. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note, y'all. But coming up next, somebody tried to shoot their shot and ended up shooting somebody instead. Details up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Good morning, Ricky. So have you ever been out on a date and totally shot yourself in the foot? You know, maybe you made a mistake, said the wrong thing, awkward moment. Well, at least you didn't shoot your date in the foot. A 19-year-old man named Amari McClung was at the Kentucky State Fair with his girlfriend on Saturday, and he had an unsecured handgun in his waistband. Well, it slipped from his waist, and when he reached down to grab it, the gun discharged, and the bullet hit his girlfriend's foot. Mm. Now, officers, yeah, officers responded to the shooting and got the woman to the hospital, and it sounds like she'll be okay. Meanwhile, Amari was arrested for wanton endangerment and carrying a concealed deadly weapon. He pleaded not guilty and has a court date set for next week. In the meantime, he's not allowed to have contact with the victim, which was his girlfriend, was, keyword there, and he's not allowed to go back to the fair. Now, to be clear, Kentucky does allow guns at the state fair, but you have to be 21 years old to carry, and he was only 19. Fortunately, no one else was shot. Wow. Yeah, real, real. Right after that. Yeah. Real. What's up? Pause. I got, I got, I got, I'm trying not to do this. Yeah. Because you're my friend, but I got to correct something you said. Oh, what did I say? You said wanton. Yeah, I thought I heard yes, that. Yeah, yeah. No, the word wanton? is the word is wanton. 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 It was wanton. Okay, wanton. wanton. Okay. What, what does wanton, that mean? Wanton is a soup. That's her Asian yeah. side. Yeah, that's the Asian that, side. Yeah, that's, that's my it. Filipino coming out. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's, right. it's one of my favorite dishes. So do you think he's so still trying I to? I was thinking, you, ever still, you know. You ever, hold on. You ever think he's still trying to get in touch with her? Who? The guy who shot the girl yeah. in the foot? Trying to, yeah. Yeah. Get in touch with he. He was not. He was not out. That, that was. That was good, but, but but he didn't do it on purpose though. He took her to the no. fair. Well, Tory Lanez tried that excuse too. It didn't work out for him. Oh. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah. That was something that just came up. Man. Yeah, he's right, nigga. Is this dude under five five? So she broke up with him, obviously. So they was. 
I mean, why was, would she break up if, with him? If I shot you in the foot accidentally, there ain't no reason to break up. According to the story, he's the ex now. So she must have broke up with him. Well, she petty. Why you say she petty? If, he, if I shot you in the foot by mistake, it ain't like I aimed the gun at your foot and shot you. I, I do feel that way. Like, like it wasn't on purpose. I shot you by mistake. I had the gun because I was trying to protect you. Protect, so they, they, yeah. Was, yeah, they was already having some rough times then, is what you saying. She just wanted, she was looking for a reason. Right. She was petty. And now he can't go back to the fair. And now he can't go back. To, now he banned from the you, fair you and he ain't got no girlfriend. You think shooting your girlfriend in the foot is petty? I, mean, I think he didn't do it on him, purpose. He didn't do it on purpose. You would leave your man said, for shooting you in the foot by mistake. Yeah, we couldn't be together after that. I don't know if that's that's forgivable. <laughs> yeah. Maria. You're so it shallow. Good. It, ain't, it ain't that good. I'm and and how do you break up with somebody after they, after, what, what do you say? What are the words? It, it ain't working out. That's just shallow. Yeah. I think you should. People have hey, forgiven if, much if worse. A, if he had a real chick from from Decatur, or, or, yeah, or, or, she from, take that bullet in stride. <laughs> wrap that foot up, get in the car, and go home. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. To lift every chair and swing Till earth and knock and ring Ring with the harmony of liberty Let our rejoicing rise High as the listening skies let it resound loud as a rolling sea. Swing that chair full of the might of the ancestors behind us. Swing that chair full of the strength that the presence has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun. Yes, sir. Let us swim on. on till victory is 
one. Brett, did you hear the vibrato? Mm. What did you hear the vibrato? Did you hear the vibrato? That, that, who seen it? Ooh. Who is that? That was Mike Tyson, I think. <laughs> no damn Mike Tyson. <laughs> Shut your ass. Bruh. That for oh yeah, God. That was beautiful. Mm, Whoever nice. sung that need to come out with an album. That vibrato, that's a nice, soft. You know, if you're a musician, you know, and you know vocals, that was nice. That sent chills, even though she was singing about the chair in Montgomery. It, 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 it felt good. That was she. a Oh, that was a he? That was a dude. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a nice Kenny Lattimore with a with a vibrato. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today told from a unique black perspective and let me tell you these episodes speak to the black experience recently i was able to check out an episode called the woman behind the montgomery bus boycott now you know i'm from birmingham alabama so i'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state as i listened to this podcast and the voices i felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories lightweight made me angry but it's history and these women lived it for us one thing that i really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Mm. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T and the Kalua of the day, Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in Celebrity News, y'all. Everybody's talking about it. Plies, y'all. Plies and put it out there. Now that Britney Spears is filing for divorce from her husband, they're saying Plies, say, honey, he want one chance, baby, to shoot his shot with Britney Spears. Y'all. He say, please send me a sign. Now, after her divorce announcement, they're saying Britney is soon to be single and the rapper Ply seemed ready to mingle with her honey. They said the beloved white diamond. Now they're saying in pure Ply's fashion the rapper took to his Instagram, y'all, to troll the pop singer after the news broke that she and her now ex-husband split. Now, in the video, Plies danced and laughed, y'all, hysterically, as he sang, baby, one more time, while captioning in the post, baby, one more time, send me a sign, baby. And that's what Plies sent out to Britney Spears. Go for Spears. it. Now, Go for it. He needs to leave that woman a damn long, honey. They're saying that many, many of Britney Spears supporters blame Plies, y'all, for sabotaging Britney and her Sam's um, marriage because of his infatuation with the pop star. They're saying while other people are encouraging Plies to shoot his shot now that she's single, y'all. And that's sad, honey. I don't think Britney Spears don't want no Plies, honey. I mean, but then who knows? Because we're on a different day and time, though. But some people say he needs to leave her alone, honey, because Britney's going through a lot of weekend. She don't need that mess. Somebody from, like um, Plaza, get her right, take her out to the club. That'll revive both of their careers. Yeah, I'm telling you. That's a good look. Let her come out there and sing. He come out there and rap. 
Yeah, it could be the they, they could be a, a the great value version of Beyonce and Jay Z or something. Oh, I guess that will be. <laughs> yeah, and Nonplies is wearing his beautiful white teeth now too. So shoot, I mean her her fans wouldn't be afraid or nothing. Teeth of magic so, woman. Yeah, yeah, they sure <laughs> would. <honestly>. Bright white. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. Well, hopefully, I guess um, prayerfully, maybe he could get his wish. Honey, they say he's been trolling Britney for a while now. They're saying that he really likes her music and what have you and stuff. So I don't know if Britney knows who he is or not, but nevertheless. He's been trolling us, so we're going to see how this turn out, honey. All right, moving on. In other celebrity news, people are right. Oh, my God, the hottest couple in Hollywood, Blackwood, everybody would. It's being reported, y'all, that there's a new music couple, and I didn't know they were dating. I was just at the concert Friday night. It's being reported, y'all, that Lloyd, honey, and R&B singer Coco are a couple. Now, they're saying, y'all, that the couple made their relationship public on Instagram recently. Now, they're saying folks all across social media are marveling, y'all, at how great they look as a couple. And they do look good as a couple. Y'all know Coco from SWV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Lloyd. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was wondering why Lloyd was at the concert um, Friday performing. So that's why she gave him a job to do, honey, on um, Friday night. Yeah, what so, you mean gave him a job? Well, I mean, we, we I love Lloyd's music, but we heard him in and a And she's much huh? older than him. She's 53 and yeah. he's 37. Yeah, they, that's a good cover. That's a great number, honey. You know, yeah, I mean, right. that's a grown one. That's I love it. Oh, that's that. Weak. Yes, so what would they couple name be? Grown woman, boy. She, she. Oh yeah. yeah. So if you low, you got Lloyd and you got Coco. That couple name would be what? Loco. Coco Low. No. <laughs> he said Coco Low. <laughs> Coco Low. Coco Lloyd. Yeah, but that is good. I mean, they and, and you know, I, I like Coco and I like Lloyd. I love his music, honey, and that's good because, you know, more people need to love one another, especially back from those R&B groups, honey. You know, people that broke up and they went their way and what stuff like that. they went public? They, they announced it on, on Instagram that they are, um, uh, allegedly they announced on Instagram oh, that wow. they are a couple. Okay. Yeah, so, honey, it's a good thing. So, I, I mean, you know, they make a great couple, you know. She needs somebody and he needs somebody and they keep it together. They can do music together, too, you know, so... We're going to see how this all turn out, honey, because I mean, Peaches and Herb, they still together, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Are they still living? I don't know. Yeah. Brad, we need to sing that karaoke. Yeah. Wow. Reunited and it be. Brad, come on now. We come grew on, up bro. on that. I know that's my song. Yeah, she said she wished she could climb right through the telephone line. Oh, come on, man. Uh, yes, yes, she did. Oh, now, come on. Yeah, somebody <laughs> got to rewrite that because ain't nobody got no home phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely need to do it, but congratulations! I wish you honey. could let me pop up through a text. <laughs> oh, look, that don't sound good. Nah, honey. It don't. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Honey. And then my quick little free story out there said some of Beyonce fans, honey, tested positive for COVID, honey, after attending that Renaissance concert in Atlanta, honey. They said these girls was coughing and carrying on. So, honey, yeah. <laughs> 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 Everything was good till they start singing love on top and they start going into them key changes that COVID starts spraying. You're, you're the only one. You're the only one I love. That's when that COVID started coming out. You're the only one I need. Uh, you're the only one. It's you. Yeah. I'm walking out of there. <laughs> what did you say, Brad? That's that modulation, Brad. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> yes, oh, when that COVID yes, came, uh, said they're walking out of that coffee girl. <laughs> baby, those girls was coffee, baby. All those queens and those um, Beyonce looking like concert they was wearing, baby. These girls were barking. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the galore today, y'all. It's sultry navy. On the hand, you say sultry navy. And on the lunch, you say beautiful dark blue. That's your galore for today. Uh, y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Rick's Mountain Morning Show. Get at me. 8669 Let's go. from Baltimore, Maryland, calling to say, wake up, wake up, wake up! Hi, this is Deborah. I'm calling from Monroe, Louisiana. I want to say, wake up to all my friends at Chase, my daughter, and my grandkids. Wake up, wake up! Wake up, wake up, wake up. you listening on your radio. Radio. strip clubs and why you should give your life over to the Lord. Coming up next. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. You know how we getting getting, getting older and uh, we don't go to strip clubs anymore because we scared. Right. Like, I, now, if I, can go, if I can find a nice gentleman's club. Right. Uh, to go to where I can have a steak and sit there and have a conversation. Nice little lobster tail. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a cocktail. With a co- right. With a, with a with an actual cocktail that was mixed by a bartender. Exactly. Not not a. And, and I, I don't need yeah. you to dance. Yeah. You, you know, Brad. Uh, I, just, I just need a conversation. You know, um, uh, nice clubs, salad. One of them clubs where the cheeks don't clap. Yeah, I don't. I don't want your yeah, butt cheeks, cheeks clapping. Clap. Clapping over my ribeye. 
Yeah. Steak. A whole round of <laughs> so applause you want, over your plate. You want them just walking around just... Yeah. No, no, it's like they dance. Like there was a place in it. Um, uh, I went to a place called the Gentleman's Club in Raleigh, North Carolina, one time. Very nice establishment. Place like uh, the Cheetah in yeah, Atlanta. The Cheetah. Like, like and, and they used to have a penthouse classy. in Dallas. Right. Yeah. Go up to the VIP, watch ESPN. Yeah. Chicks in there drinking, just having a conversation, talking about sports mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And and just and but, they would but, you you could you could actually talk to the women, you know. Um, and they would, I mean, they lying to you too, like the ones in the yeah. regular strip club. But right, because they're trying to get that dollar. Yeah, yeah, but but it was a and, classy situation. And Brad, somebody offered Magic City. Uh, how much? How many? Million? Oh, well, that's, uh, well, the allegedly there's there, there was an offer to purchase Magic City for uh, like upwards of forty million dollars. Yeah, Magic City been around for how long now? Forever, close to forty. Let me see. That's the first strip club I ever went to in my life. Yes, sir. it's close to forty years at least. Earthquake, earthquake was off. It's the most famous one. Yeah, huh? it's the most famous. It's the most branded. Most famous one in the country. Um, it might be in black culture. I would say definitely. It, it was King of Magic Diamonds City, and Magic. It was yeah. Magic City and King of Diamonds. The Magic City came first. Yeah, but KOD, KOD. Would, would never consistently be open. Right. Yeah, but be- Magic City has been consistent. Yeah, from the late. And, and I, I don't care what clubs come. It, uh, uh, no, what what coming? Uh, uh, not coming to club, but strip club. You go in the country. Everybody knows <laughs> Magic City. I don't yeah. care if you live in Chicago. I don't care where you live. Every athlete, every entertainer, that was every a club rapper. Everybody did vi- rap videos back in oh, the day. Yeah. Everybody put oh, yeah. that thing on the map on a whole right. other level. It's the only club whose DJ became famous. Now in the nineties, <laughs> in, in, in the nineties, uh, you dated. Somebody. Well, yeah, very, very early nineties. Uh, let's let's do the math on that, wife. Number two, the very early nineties. <laughs> yeah, very, yeah, very early nineties. Prior to my marriage, yeah, right. I dated a beautiful young lady. So was she dancing or she was selling she was a drinks? Stripper. No, she was a stripper. She was a whole stripper. Right? How she look? She was a whole stripper. Um, light skin, brown skin. Uh, yeah, like that caramel brown with them light, light eyes. She had them light eyes and that light brown, that sandy brown hair. Oh and like, how God. long y'all have been dating? We dated probably a couple of months, I would say. A couple you, of months. When did you start to catch feelings? Um, I caught feelings real soon because she was she was she was very attractive and, and she she sucked she brought me in. She's not no she she sucked me. No no she brought me into. Okay, unfortunate choice of words. No, I'm saying I got I got brought in. I got I got pulled in. Right. I got pulled in very quickly. She had a real nice personality. Right. So, so with her schedule, how you would see her during the day mostly? Yeah, we would hang out during the day, and then I would you know sometimes come by the club at night, and because I didn't hang out there all the time. Right. So, and so when did the relationship go left? It started going left when a particular uh, member of um, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, we ain't gonna say no name. Uh, we ain't gonna say no name. But what was his skill position? This was prior to his his marriage as well. Um, what, what did he play? He played defensive backfield, and, and he also back. played played baseball. And he also played baseball football. <laughs> he was very and, good and, baseball and, and, player. And now he's a uh, and now he's a very good college coach. College coach. <laughs> and so what happened? He, what happened? Well, he met her, and um, I noticed that she was she she stopped answering my calls. <laughs> it was a wrap, and it was around the same time that that, that she met him. And then I, I actually saw them together at the club, and that's when I realized that. I had been intercepted. <laughs> Rick's about the morning show. Who is this? 
Uh, this Darius, man. Y'all need. Hey, what Black Tony, man? Black Tony, um, you know, Black Tony is not answering his phone or none, man. I don't know what's going on. And I'm trying to, I try to call him. He had called me and told me to come in for the, uh, for him Okay, today. did he give I you think. an advance notice to get to work? Yeah, he, I, he texted me, but uh, then I got to text late, but then I was texting him back to let him know. And then I was I saw that he was uh, typing, but I don't know. I don't know if he can. I don't even know if Black Tony can spell. <laughs> what what you mean? So, you saw them three so dots. I was looking at my phone. I saw them <laughs> yeah, Hold on. Let's go back for I, a second. <laughs> you, you said he was typing. You saw the three dots? <laughs> Yeah, I saw the three dots, but I was waiting because his, his, I knew it was something. Now I'm very concerned because uh, his uh, his text be so short, like, mm-hmm. I ain't never had nobody text me, mm-hmm. Why do you spell that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I, I was just saying, uh, I just knew it was a lot of U's and a lot of M's. And I was like, what is that about? And so we going back and forth, and I'm like, you know, I'll go long, like, yeah, right now, because what it is, you know, school just started. Yeah. But my gal, she ain't prep her kids, Rick. She ain't prep them. So these kids, I can't get them up. They, they, they ain't, they, you have to prep kids when you, school starts. Yeah, let them go to bed. But what, I, what all that have to do with you not yeah. coming in to fill in for Black Tony? That's the question. Because I can't leave these kids here by themselves. And they start school. I, I when did they start school? Today, right? Yeah, they started start school today, but they've been up playing the game. And Wait. and then I, and then the uh, the four, I just, they just don't, they ain't ready, Rick. And I've been ready. I'm fully dressed. And these kids today, we used to have to be out that door, Rick. You know it wasn't no yeah. ifs, ands, or buts. Are they your kids? No. They, uh, they are um, her kids, but I, I, I help her with the kids because she got that fire. <laughs> So where's she at? <laughs> you know, cause she got that, when that, people that fire. got that fire, you know, that's the problem. I, I had to stay away from that fire uh. because it makes you do anything, bro. It make you get it the kids ready. Do, <laughs> it makes you do anything. Like she just, she just, and I, it just, it throw a lot of men off, Rick. Yeah. It'd be like, cause out of nowhere, one day at two in the morning, she asked me to come by and bring her some simply raspberry lemonade. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. I. And I and, and, you know, and you shouldn't have to, that type of stuff, you shouldn't get up out your sleep like that. But she got that fire. <laughs> <laughs> Made you get up and go find some simply raspberry lemonade. Yes, yes. I, uh, man. Because every store don't carry that. You you know what I'm talking about, uh, Special K, because, uh, man, it's, it's just certain things that women do. And I'm going to ask God to remove that from me because they have called me so much agony. It's ridiculous, Rick. So, you ain't, so basically you're not coming today. Well, uh, I want to come in. I want to do the right thing. But but at this point, like you've had addictions, Rick. 
I'm quite sure. I, I mean, uh, look how I know a lot of y'all. Look how y'all go to work every day. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I'm y'all substitute teacher, Mr. Garvey. I taught school for 20 years in the inner city, so don't even think about messing with me. Y'all feel me? Let's take a roll here. Where's Jay Quellen at? No Jay Quellen here? Uh, do you mean Jacqueline? Okay, so that's how it's gonna be. Y'all wanna play. Okay, then. I've got my eye on you, Jay Quellen. Where is Balake at? No, no Balake here today. Yes, sir. My name's Blake. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Blake? Do you want to go to war, Balaki? No. Because we could go to war. No. So you better check yourself. If one of y'all says some silly-ass name, this whole class is going to feel my wrath. Now, D-nice. Do you mean Denise? Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Everybody's talking about rap star Nicki Minaj, honey. It's being reported, y'all, that she recently blessed Tokyo Tony with a gift, y'all, that will help her cover one of her bills. Now, they're saying during a recent TikTok live, Nicki Minaj displayed an act of kindness, y'all, after stopping by Tokyo Tony's live stream, y'all, to help out with the um, financial burden that Miss Tokyo Tony was going through here saying that Nikki gave Tokyo $700, honey, to help pay her light bill, honey. So I guess she was behind on her light bill and what have you. And they're saying, honey, that Tokyo Tony, baby, I mean, that Nikki Minaj decided to give this girl $700. Now, a lot of people are saying, nice. honey, that was very nice. People saying, well, where was her daughter at? But, you know, Black China right now is doing things for herself. You know, she's working on her, um, she's becoming a trainer. I think they're saying a bodybuilding, what have you. And so, oh, wow. Yeah, so, and she looks amazing, honey. So I guess she probably was busy and, you know, she probably hadn't talked to her mama. But they're saying baby Nikki was to the rescue and gave this girl $700, honey, for her own bill. And they're saying, um, 
Tokyo didn't believe that it was Nikki donating, honey. And people said, yes, it is definitely Nikki donating. So uh, evidently, Nikki showed herself, honey, and let her know, honey, you know that here, honey, she was being a generous donor and gave her the $700. So kudos out to her. So I guess she won't be in the dark now, honey, because Tokyo had just moved into this new house or what have you. So there you have it. So has anybody ever donated any money to y'all? You rock to your special case? Anybody donated money to y'all for y'all bills or anything? Uh, no, I mean, my granddaddy and my grandma used to come through sometime on a light bill here and there back in the, back in the early nineties in my struggling comedy days. Oh yeah, yeah. those days, dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, congratulations. All of us Humbling experiences. Oh, oh yeah. Still having them, so congratulations to them. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Moving on, honey. Another celebrity in there. Wendy Williams, baby. They said this girl opened up a secret bank account, honey. So she tried to bypass Wells Fargo. Now they're saying that the um, daytime TV, the former daytime TV host, honey, is allegedly, y'all, honey, trying to regain access to her fortune by reportedly opening up a secret secret bank account. Now, according to Radar Online, they're saying that um, uh, the media personality has secretly opened up a new bank account, you know, to redirect any money that she earns moving forward away from Wells Fargo. Now, they're saying Miss Williams, honey, is taking matters into her own hands after her accounts were frozen, honey, by Wells Fargo last year due to an alleged financial struggle. Now, they're saying, honey, if you recall, Wendy, honey, financial advisor told Wells Fargo that she was of unsound mind, resulting in the entertainer getting placed under guardianship. Now, they're saying the insider also noted that Miss Williams, honey, doesn't know how to use the new bank account, but they're saying um, Wendy allegedly has been selling y'all off her personal items. They're saying she's not taking any checks because, you know, she doesn't want any checks or whatever. She's only looking for cash only. And they're saying Wendy only has um, only have $20 million in the bank. So they're saying, honey, the, the New York judge designated a guardian, y'all, to oversee her funds because, you know, I guess when she was allegedly going through with the unsound $20 million is a lot of but, money. But you know what? Like, you mm-hmm. got to have that one person that you trust. You know who said uh, that he's only had one person touch his money his entire career? Who? Eddie Murphy. Who? Eddie Murphy said that one of his childhood buddies is his financial person. He said the only two people that have ever touched his money is him and that dude. So he yeah. said if anything is, is going crazy, Gill? he know where to go. Childhood friend, Gary. Yeah, oh. No, childhood, oh. childhood friend. He oh. said that's the only person that's ever touched his money. Wow. And he never had a problem. Really? He said he's never had a financial really? problem. Yeah. yeah. Really? You got to have that one trusted it, it, person. It took me a minute to get that together. But once I got it together, I got it together. I, I, boy, I can I can write a whole book You got that. four, five folks touching your money. One of them stealing. Yeah. Guarantee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I heard that from rich people, too. If you got five people touching your money, one of them still. Right. <laughs> well, well, good for Wendy. That's good. It's amazing how these rich people have guardianship. I mean, you would think they'd be able to she govern their own money. million, boy. She could go. She's straight for the rest of her yeah, life. But, but you remember, though, Ricky, her husband honey, was trying to get half of it, at least uh, three-fourths of the money. So that's why they placed that guardianship on it. Because they were like, uh-uh, you can't be taking this money like this. You know, because he had his but new why woman. why is they dealing with your money, though? That's the problem. They. And with that much money, they? you would have to split it up across multiple banks. You can't keep that much. It would seem like she would have some stash that she had direct access to. Or having it a money. trust or something. Yeah, trust. I mean, but yeah. you would have have to have it spread out a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and I didn't realize they say you could only have, what is it? Two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the bank because the FC, I'm not FDIC the FCC insured. Yeah, yeah, they only insure so much yeah. money, so so I guess she would have to have the money all over the place or what have you. But nevertheless, she's trying to get her secret bank account because she need her extra money. She want to shop and do things, so they need to let her have her money. 
So, all right, my final story. Y'all, 50 Cent, they said, honey, he taking shots at Nick Cannon, honey, for having those 12 children, honey. He said, that, you know, he said, I don't want the responsibility of that many damn women, he said. So, he said, you got to have a massive house if you have as many children as Nick Cannon does. But that's not so because all, each mom have their own house. Right. You know? So, everybody have their own little house and stuff. So, I mean, but. Yeah, uh, I think Nick said, got his situation under control. Yeah. yeah, he should, honey. That's a lot, said, but if he can handle it, hey. Yeah. So they said he um, recently bought a $4.1 million house, honey, thanks to, uh, well, that's what 50 Cent just bought that house or whatever. So they say it got 52 rooms that include a monumental cathedral atrium, a grotto pool, a spa, honey, a full nightclub in it with a casino, two billiard rooms, a basketball court, a recording studio, and a helipad. So that's ridiculous. Y'all just have too much money, honey. So, <laughs> they don't need all that, Gary. They don't need all that. We could be for real. That don't make no doggone sense here. Yeah, all but, they just need a kitchen, a little room to watch movies in, and, uh, yes. you know, a little, little hot tub in the pool. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But that's all we got. Nice and simple. Simple. Yeah. All right, the color of the day, honey, is one of my favorite. The color of the day, y'all, sultry navy. On the high end, you say sultry navy, and on the lunch, you say beautiful dark blue. That's your color for today. That's beautiful. Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, Rick's about the morning show today in West Trenton. People are outraged after a 10-year-old Mississippi boy was arrested and hauled off the jail for public urination. That is so crazy. Yeah, that is crazy, Ricky. And his mother, Latanya Eason, was at an attorney's office when the cop told her that he caught her son, Quintavious, peeing behind her car. Now, she said the officer told her that Quintavious could be released and that he would just give him a warning. But several other cops showed up, including the lieutenant, who said the boy had to be hauled to jail. I'm just speechless right now. Why would you arrest a 10-year-old kid, the irate mom said. Quintavious said he was scared when the cops swooped him up, and he feels scared now when he sees the police. Now, the boy, who was not caught during the ordeal said that he was held in a cell and later turned over to his mom. So the charge was child in need of services. In a lengthy statement, Senatobia Police Chief Richard Chandler cited the state's Youth Court Act, which he said allows law enforcement to file referrals against kids as young as seven if they are in need of supervision or if they commit acts that would be illegal for an adult. The police chief called the arrest an error in judgment. Now, in 2022, an officer came under fire for pinning a seven-year-old to the floor for 30 minutes in handcuffs. Similar scenes have been playing out in viral incidents with police officers arresting young children like him at school, often violently. Uh, and the same year, officers handcuffed and screamed at a five-year-old who had wandered away from school. So there are many more cases of young children are being arrested in school that don't make headlines. Expert tell CBS News the fact that young children are being arrested at all is troubling. Uh, is there an age limit for a child being arrested? Y'all get out as 866-9-RICKY-866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Special K, what are your thoughts? This makes me want to say words that you can't say on the radio. Man, because <laughs> having kids, being a parent, just imagining my 10-year-old son being pinned, held down and arrested Ooh. for... For doing something that boys been doing for the yeah, still do it. Human yeah. existence, still do. You got all go the boys be just, outside. Just last week, for the past two weeks, I had to find some bushes right quick. Come on, because I couldn't make got... it to the to, to the restroom or or the restroom too nasty. I always go behind us a, a gas station. But from a law enforcement standpoint, come on now, that's too much. Come yeah. on now, S- slave slave Come slave on now. training. 
Yeah. <laughs> Slave training. I, be, I, and, it would, and you would never see two black cops doing that to a 10-year-old white boy. Ever. And you wouldn't see no two Ever. white cops doing it to a 10-year-old white, white Ever. kid. Ever. I know it. And I'm not going to, we ain't going to say that all police officers would have done this, but for those that, it's like, what, what city was this in? Cento, what, what is that? Cento- Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. Oh, yeah. There you go. Man. Come on, man. Racist, racist to the man. core. They dogs. That's just ridiculous. Racist to the core. It's How do you like, even look yourself in the mirror as a grown man knowing you did that but, to but, a child? Because, because they can, they've been doing it, they've been doing it for, for, for centuries. That they they hate uh, 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 his 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 pure existence. Right, a lot of a lot of them. And any little thing they do, I mean, you, you can't look here. Probably didn't want to use the bathroom on himself or whatever. Probably went behind some bushes or behind a tree right. or on the side of the house or whatever. I see kids do it do it all the time. My and grand- it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. My grandson got little friends. They out there playing. They need to go right quick. Uh, come on, come on, go go over here to these bushes. Whip it out. There you go. There you go. You're good. The most the most uh, scary thing about this whole story is now the little boy is afraid every time he sees a police officer. We'll be officer. traumatized. We'll need therapy. And police officers used to be like right. heroes in the neighborhood. Right. He's going to have PTSD from that. Uh, uh, Brad, Maria, what are your thoughts? This is crazy. I would definitely be locked up. Mm. I, 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 this is, you know, I'm a new mom. So, I. oh, my goodness. I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine this. At all. Yeah, I, yeah. I think there needs to be consistency with training because it's one thing to use judgment, but be consistent in how you apply the law, you know, across the board and, you know, make something a little bit more lenient for kids as young as seven and 10 years old. I think that's too much. And just the fact that they pointed out he was behind a car. He knew that he needed to be in a closed area. Like, it's not like he was out on a sidewalk just doing it where everybody could see, you know. But, but yeah. didn't they say train a child while he's young? Yeah, to, to go behind the bushes. That's what my granddaddy told me to do. If you got to go instead mm-hmm. of wetting your clothes, go behind the bushes, go behind the car, go behind the dumps, and go behind the gas station, wherever you need to go, if you got to go. Sometimes you get in a tight and you just got to go. Right, right. I can't tell you how many times I had to step over to the bushes when I couldn't get in the house and, and, and find the key to, to unlock the door. Had, had to go over and run in the bushes right quick. I did the other day with my son at baseball practice because the the, the, the bathrooms were locked. Right. So I said, hey, man, go to that corner. You see them trees over there? Going over there and handle your business. Yeah. Come on back. Right. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, that's, that's that's crazy to say. And I think they should sue the police department. And, and I think everybody should write letters to that police department. And I think that police officer is racist to the core. And should yep. be fired. I said to his yep. face. They should be fired. Yeah, and he they should, should be, be sued. Because that kid's going to need therapy for his, his uh-huh. son. He must not have kids. Because let somebody try to do oh, that. Oh, he got his... kids. Oh, I'm Ooh. sure he got kids or whatever. He just hate black people. Because because it was a white kid, he wouldn't have did it. And I don't care mm-hmm. what nobody said, what nobody I think. Be, right. I believe that from the bottom of my heart. I know that that's just blatant racism. So let, let's go to the phones. Good morning. Yeah, my name is Charles. I'm coming from Pine Hills in Orlando. I think there should be an age limit. At least, at least 16, at least. My name is Gary. I'm calling from Orlando. Yeah, I think he should have went to jail. That's part of his environment. Uh, this is Rhonda, and I'm calling from Akron. And, you know, I don't know, because, you know, the kids are, are younger and younger now, you know, carrying guns and doing shootings and stuff. So, you know, if you ask me, do I think that, yeah, it should be an age limit on them. But you got to think about whatever crime they committed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe they should get into some type of institution or whatever. So they turn and Good morning. This is Debbie from Memphis. I feel that if a police officer is ever called to a scene where there's an incident with a child under the age of 10, 
that child should only be handcuffed for their safety. Only if that child is, is, is a threat to themselves or to someone else. That's the only reason why a child that age should be handcuffed. Yeah, if they commit a violent crime with a gun or something, that's that's one thing. But but there are someone you could pull them off to the side and get their mother on the phone. And he's talking about the environment. What what, what these white companies, rich companies, do to the environment every day? Yeah, a, a cup mm-hmm. of pee. Are you serious? This sir? Yeah, this ain't that. <laughs> it was somebody taking a whiz outside. And the police I mean, chief is white, Ricky. It's it. Richard Chandler is a white man, and he said that the officer used poor judgment. So it's not just a. It's is he said the officer was wrong and he shouldn't have done that. But, but for, for yeah. clarity, the original officer was going to let him go. Mm-hmm. What's really messed up is that the lieutenant who was on duty over all the other cops was the one who came in and said, you have to take him to jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did this even get that far? It's not even the lieutenant that, came in even and, and saw some black kids and felt like and wanted to push the issue farther. That's what happened. So you yeah. got four or five police officers on the scene of a 10-year-old being outside. That's crazy. Come on, man. <laughs> That's how I be. Come on, man. That's All right, y'all, if you couldn't get through, hit us up at rickysmilemorningshow.com. More Rick Smiley Morning Show coming up. All right, y'all, Rick Smiley Morning Show. Hey, it's about that time. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. What up, Jeff? Good morning, Rick. Good morning, everybody. Good to be with you all this morning. If you have not heard... Uh, your president, Rick, has got to turn himself in on Thursday in Georgia and be arrested uh, after he agreed yesterday to um, several uh, bond issues, including a $200,000 payment. Um, <laughs> the president is going to be arrested on Thursday. And he already violated a couple of one of the conditions of his uh, bond. Order. Which was what? On his uh, true social thing. He, he's already yeah. talking trash. Yeah. You know, the, the big. Yeah. One of the biggest issues for his bond, Rick, is that he is he is specifically um, been told not to engage the 18 co-defendants, anybody related to the case. And, and for those of you who don't know, I think there's like 30 unindicted potential code defendants as well and it's been he's been clearly told that he is part of his bond is that he cannot engage any of them in any way shape or form on social media um so technically he's already in violation so so could uh, they could they uh could they not give him bond if he already violated the agreement they could could revoke it they could the judge could revoke the bond i don't people are saying that this that's probably not going to happen they're going to give yeah, him another chance or two or three. <laughs> right. Or, or crazy, two or man. three. But once he because go in he, there and smell how Fulton County Jail, how does Fulton County Jail smell, Special K? Jeff, this is going to be a real reality check. Trust me, Trump has been around some black people. He ain't been around this, that kind of black people that he yeah, is going to encounter going, on he, Thursday. He, I mean, he literally is just going, he's going to be taken back, fingerprinted, photoed, and let go. So, yeah. I mean, he, he's not going to get the worst. So he ain't going to handle cellmates for two hours. No, so he, no. <laughs> no. He's going to do a walkthrough. That, that would be a reality show. Yeah, he's going to um, do a walkthrough. How, how so bad no. do it stink in there, Kay? It smells pretty bad, man. It's, it's, when you walk in the front door. The downstairs smell like the upstairs. From the time you walk into the... Uh, to the uh, you know the screening area where you gotta you know put your keys and everything on the belt. It, it's it's man, it's bad. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's and he's not going to be the only one because all of these co-defendants, um, in some way, shape, or form, have made a deal and have to turn themselves in before Friday of this week based on 
uh, what the judge is saying. So this, this is this is going to get real interesting and quite amusing for me. Um, <laughs> I think it, I think another thing that's happening in Georgia, and I, I don't know if y'all heard about this, but there is a sheriff who has now resigned after. Um, <laughs> Jesus, that that he he sexually assaulted Judge Glenda Hatchett. Um, this yeah, man, this happened in January of of 2022. Um, but he was sentenced to 12 months probation and was ordered to complete community service. He's got to pay a $500 fine and was ordered to complete an alcohol and drug evaluation. Um, this just happened yesterday, and Judge, ha- I mean, he he rolled up on Judge Hatchett at an event. Um, and when introduced to her, he she said that, you know, she didn't even know where his uh, county was. And, and this is Buckley County Sheriff Chris Cody or Cody, excuse me. And um, after she said that, he said it's in the heart of the county and and grabbed her breast what? and continued to grab her breast until somebody else came over and removed his hand from her breast. What? Are you serious? What? Oh no, man! This—I mean, this was insane. And and I, and you know, Rick, you and I both know Judge Glendish. I mean, yeah, all yeah. the time that we we were going through this thing with with Tommy Deutsch's um, memorial service, I never knew this. So this—I mean, she she was clearly traumatized. She talked about the fact that um, it she didn't think it was going to affect her as much as as it did. Um, but she really has been distraught, and I and, and hopefully this 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 ruling, this this sheriff resigning, uh, and her having some level of justice will support a level of healing. But I mean, when you are assaulted, you are assaulted, and and especially when you think you're somewhere safe, you're at an event surrounded by other people in in the in the legal community, and this sheriff does this in front of other people. I mean, it, it really is one of the most insane things that I have heard in a long time. And so, um, Sister Sister Glenda, we we love you. We are praying for you. We hope that this is a step towards your healing. Um, and my goodness, man, we have got yeah, to do I'm, better. I'm, I'm, I'm really offended because that's that's my friend, and um, yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna reach out to her today. I hate that. I hate to hear that. Yeah, so no, we, we we absolutely love you. Y'all, that's what I got. Hit me at Jeff's Nation on all social. Uh, y'all have a fantastic Tuesday, and uh, I'll check y'all on Thursday. I appreciate that, Jeff. It's Rick Smiley Morning Show. Hey, Rick Smiley Morning Show. Hey, Mr. Summers, this is a song, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey. Mr. You, you, know, Summers, you know, out of all the rappers, I know you told me a long time ago that you've been a two. What, what, what's some of your favorite Tupac songs? I love Dear Mama, Keep Your Head Up. I love all that. And, uh, uh, I won't deny it. I'm straight riding it. Down, 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 down. I do that when I drive through my little drive, church drive by. Say good morning to Brett, Gary, and Maria. Hey, good morning, there, Gary, with Dee and Maria, the Brett. How you doing? Congratulations. Good morning. How are you? Congratulations. I'm good. Congratulations. I got to go pick my nephew up one of these days. Take him over. Thank you take, so much. Take, take, take him riding around. Take him riding around. All right. Where you, where you going to take him? <laughs> well, I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him to uh, visit Maestro Powell. We go to Wabasso. 
Because yeah. I need to get my little nip, my little grip, little grip, nip, you little cut a bag of oranges. I'm going to drop some oranges. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so nice. That vitamin Thank C you. in them. Hey, Mr. Thomas, do you yeah. watch uh, Brandon and Judy's show? You watch the show. You say you always watch it. Yes, sir. Right on my old floor model TV. Sure enough. <laughs> And then right, watch it right there. Beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful to watch them. I mean, just lovely. I'm telling you now. And I'm a, you know what? The brat need to, I need this young lady to, to get with you because your makeup be on point. This, this, this point, I, I need her Thank face you. done. Yeah, Thank you so much. That's Cherry. Oh, that's her name. Makeup, Brett? Her name Cherry. Makeup Madness by Cherry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Cherry. Oh, yeah. Cherry. <laughs> oh, Cherry. Yeah. You like Cherry, Mister Thomas? Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, cherry dragging a wagon. <laughs> you got a whole U-Haul back there? Oh, yeah, cherry dragging oh, away. <laughs> it must be jelly to jam, don't you? like that. <laughs> it, it must okay. be one of the songs. Must be jam. Jam. Jelly. Jam. Jam, don't you? lost it. Thinking too hard. Go jelly, don't shake like that. You took my medication. Jam. Oh, dear. fruit make many jams. Must be jam or jelly. Jam. It's jiggling, Cherry. Go ahead, Cherry. Go ahead, Cherry. That's what he's saying. Jiggling, Must be jam or jelly. Whatever. She's going to get calls now. Oh, you know it. You know it. Must be jelly, jam, Cherry. Cherry, jam. Cherry, jam. Oh, what was the senator from Kentucky? He had one of them moments. Uh, 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 M- Mitch McConnell. Yeah, Mitch McConnell moment right there. Yeah. He froze right there on the Mr. Thomas. <laughs> Man, Jelly, I was thinking about that old, all that cherry jam or oh, jelly. <laughs> jelly jam. Jam jelly. Hey, why, why, Brad, why don't you introduce Mr. Thomas to uh, Cherry? I, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she comes sat on my porch with me, uh, and, and, and I got all the jelly and the jam. And y'all can eat oranges. Oranges on the porch, so a bag of pecans. I got some peanut brittle. Okay. uh, Yep. Maybe you can take it to the lodge. Hmm. Butter cookie. Yep. (laughs) Take it to the lodge. Yep. I got some butter cookies. I got coconut. Uh, oatmeal, eat, we may have to sit there and eat snacks, talk all day. Now, Mr. Thomas, okay. now, now, now he, she hooked you up with Cherry. What you gonna cook, Mr. Thomas? Because you held in that kitchen now. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do a mean old pot roast. Still got my grandma pot. I mean, the pot roast. Boy, then I got some, some jasmine rice. Yeah. I got some okra. <laughs> Make some okra for her. Some okra. <laughs> yeah, huh? That's how I get rich. oxtails. Oh yeah, I make some oxtail now. Now how you make that how you make that muscle song? How you make your oxtail? Well, first of all, I'ma go on ahead and you know, I boil my meat and get it nice and tender, just like cherry. Nice and tender. Yeah. <laughs> and I go ahead while I got that when I put and get that gravy from scratch. Yeah. And I go and get those butter beans with that rice. 
Yeah. I'm go ahead and put a piece of cornbread, a nice little pan of cornbread in there. Yeah. Yes, sir. Get that going. And uh, then I'm going to boil my cabbage. Put right. some of those turkey things in there. Get that little ham hocks in there. Oh, Mr. Thomas, that, hey, that sounds good. There, did he say turkey? Sound he said some turkey necks. Yeah, sounds good, don't it? Boy, mm. boy, I ain't had no turkey necks in about four months. That's some good eating, right there. Time dog. to get some turkey necks. That's good eating. I'm telling hey, you, who got turkey necks on sale, Mr. Thomas? Well, we got Win Dixie down here. We got a uh, pen Dutch. Uh, but they turned that when Dixon to audio. So I might not go back there. I don't like that. I don't trust them either. When Dixon a long time. You talking about that one that grew That audio. Oh, we don't do. We don't do all of yeah. You had to go to Winn-Dixon. We Win don't Dixon. do that. <laughs> nervous when I go in there. Flea market. Flea market meat. Don't do that. <laughs> don't go to the flea market to get my dog on food. I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> No, they give you lost your way. Yeah, know. you got to go to if you if, yeah if, if you want some meat, you got to go to Win Dixon, Mr. Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got good meat, Win Dixon, but they turn into all the you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go, I go, I go and hunt for my own meat before I got to go and <laughs> I go out there. I set up a booby trap out there in the, in the park for my own damn meat. Hey, yeah, every time you see that cross you be like, what the I went in there one time. The owls don't look right. There ain't no owls. I go hunting in the forest, in the woods, before I go to the MOD. I mean, I go to the tree down before I do that. You're kind of tree down. I throw ponytail off first before I go to I go fishing for my own meat. Oh, boy, I'm crying. All right, hey, Mr. Thomas, it's good talking to you. You have a great it's day. It's good talking to you. I love you. We love you, Mother Thomas. Oh, my God. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Y'all time for the front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Donald Trump plans to turn himself in and be processed at the Fulton County Jail on Thursday following his agreement earlier Monday to a $200,000 bond and other release conditions. Trump addressed the news on Truth Social saying, I'll be going to Atlanta, Georgia on Thursday to be arrested. In other going news, to, he's going to Fulton County, Special K. What, what, what oh, shit is Oh, yeah. I know all about Fulton County. That ain't what you What want. is it like in there, Kay? Stank. It's funky. What it smell like? Kay? It is every black person that he ain't never been around. Yeah, Ooh. you think Atlanta black? And that's the blackest black part of Atlanta. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, and what, that's gonna be the most white people that's ever been in that building at one time. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. It's funky. No, no, it's funky. And the people who work at the Fulton County Jail, the ones who didn't qualify to work at the Atlanta airport, and you know <laughs> how low the bar is to work at the Atlanta airport. Those are the people that got turned away from the airport. They got hired at Fulton County. <laughs> Boy, every Demarius, Marquisha, Quilanda, the 27-piece hair, Ooh. all of them in there. Yeah. Jamarco and <laughs> Quantavis, they all over there. What their jobs? They all over there. Okay, what they jobs? The person to take your fingerprints black, the person to take your picture going to be black, the person to check you in at the, at the, at the scanner going to be black. 
The person that processed your paperwork is black. You gonna be around Donald Trump gonna be around more black people in this two hours process that he's been so around. He's the whitest. He's the whitest white person in America. He going around the blackest Ooh. black people. So what? 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 That interaction. What, what, what? Everybody in there. It's a. It's a building full of black Tonys. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? How they gonna talk to him? What they gonna call him? What black Tonys and Darius? How they gonna call him, Mr. President? Or what they gonna say to him? Cuz. <laughs> they gonna call him Cuz. <laughs> what they gonna? What old boy. <laughs> he gonna be an old boy. <laughs> <laughs> old boy can't do it, but. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Maria. Yeah, it's going to be ugly. Anyway, sorry, Maria. Sorry, y'all Maria. go ahead and have y'all fun. No, 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 go to no, the no, website, no. rickysmileymorningshow.com, if y'all want to see more of the headlines. Rock T, what's what going on in sports? I appreciate that, Maria. Listen, man, there's only one thing to talk about in sports. I'm going to uh, turn the music down and let y'all re-witness what went down yesterday. Women's 100 World Final. The Jamaicans get out well. It's Sharika Jackson, Shelly Ann Fraser-Price, Talou. Here comes Shakari Richardson. Shakari's done it. Shakari Richardson has won the world title. World fastest woman. Give her the crown right now. She got the job done. Came out the blocks kind of slow. Ran down the Jamaican sprinters, Sharika Jackson and Shelly Ann Fraser-Price, to win the gold medal at 10.65. Especially who fast, who fast in this Shakari Richardson? She can't outrun them dudes who running out of that Gucci store with all that merchandise. She can't outrun them. And they running with goods. Hey, man, I'm, shout out to Shakari getting the job done, man. It was the world championship record, man. We all know Flojo's world record is still out there at 10-4-9. And I'm so proud of Shakari, the growth of the living and the learning. Here's what she had to say after the race. I'm honored. I'm blessed. Had great competition. Pulled out the best uh, in myself. And just honored to leave with the, with the gold medal. Never allow media, never allow outsiders, never allow anything but yourself and your fate to define who you are. That's right. I would say always fight, no matter what, fight. There it is, there man. Now, now put, a, put on the fourth, I want to relay. I don't care what y'all talking about. I don't care. I don't care <laughs> nothing about nothing else right. with this whole segment we're doing on the radio. Right. <laughs> Donald Trump got to go to Fort County Jail. <laughs> Trump got to go to Rice Street. The hood, <laughs> hey, the hood in the A is laughing right now. Trump got to go to Rice Street, baby. Ooh, I want to be there. I want to see. But that's why I think he put that note on Truth Social in all caps. Like, I'm going there about to be arrested. Y'all come meet me and make hey, sure I'm okay. I feel like it was a signal. Let them, let them Jan- hey, Maria, let them January 6th insurrectionists come on to Fort County. Oh, that's, that's going to be Montgomery all over again. They ain't coming over there. Montgomery times a thousand. Times, yeah. They ain't swinging chairs over there. They don't, yeah, oh, they don't want that. Oh, no, ain't no chairs over there by, uh, they, in they, that neighborhood. They, they ain't swinging no chairs uh-uh. over there, especially. No, they, they, so, they, so they, all them James, the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, ain't nobody, ain't no, what's the name of the street? No, it's right off of uh, Donnelly Hollowell. They don't want no parts of that. <laughs> how you know, how you know the address? No, the address, I was a resident over there before. What the fuck come up? I done got bonded out over there. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it Several like it's hot. Several times. Oh, hot. 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 Oh, and I just bonded somebody out of there about a month ago. Yeah. Hey, Gary, Gary, is that I'm worse? Very than, familiar with Rice Street. Hey, Gary, is that worse than Lou Sterrickson when you went to jail? 
Yeah, that's well, no. Well, yeah, that's worse than Lou Steris. Do Lou Steris stink like Fulton County? You never no, got honey. Lou Steris smell like tulips, honey. No, ma'am. No, <laughs> it is not a stinky <laughs> gel. That's in Texas, baby. We talking about Georgia, where those girls. Oh, anyway. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> what you went to jail for? I didn't go to no jail. I went for a traffic ticket. Ooh, how long? How long yeah. they had you in there? No, I didn't. They had me there for overnight. You know, I said, we couldn't find y'all until the next day I'm morning when they called the radio station and told y'all I was oh, in jail. Oh, no, you stayed overnight? Yeah, I stayed overnight, girl. Did they take you upstairs? No, they kept me down. said, remember, I told you they deroached me and they put me in a damn orange jumpsuit. D-Lice. Well, D-Lice, I mean. D-Lice, they, they wow. sprayed you, girl. I'm like, girl, Nobody violated you, did they? No, but they gave me two boxes of cereal when they found out who I was in the what morning. Kind of cereal, what kind of cereal they, they gave you? They were some damn um, Fruit Loops. I mean, not Fruit Loops. They was um, the, the one. Cheerios? The Cheerios. Cheerios. The regular Cheerios. They had the regular Cheerios. They gave them a little packs of sugar to go in the Cheerios. They, they ain't gave me nothing. And I asked them, I said, y'all don't have a clock on the wall so I don't know what time it is. They don't have clocks on but the wall But they gave you nothing. two boxes when they found out you was from the morning show. Yeah, he gave me two boxes. Well, the guy gave me two boxes. <laughs> one little carton and then a little milk. <laughs> so you had to eat one box of Cheerios as a cereal. And all the boxes of snacks. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a mess, though, honey. But you know, I mean, I'm so glad I survived. And I, wait up, Brad. I did not go to jail for stealing, honey. I told you, I other girls. No, no, you got fired for stealing, but you went to jail for not paying your traffic ticket. <laughs> now you got fired from from another radio station. What's the name? <laughs> Gary, that fire Gary. Don't try that. I quit. No, you, you no I resigned. Uh, I resigned, honey. Yeah. Gary resigned from Brad. He stole that camera out of the production room, and they and they got him. On film, yeah, Ooh. they got we got we got receipts. We got the tape with you stealing. It was, talking, those, it was those digital cameras before the smartphones. Got right, real he talking about he talking about he wanted to give it to a listener. That I had gave it to a listener, Ricky and baby. When I got and when I got back to work the next morning, baby, my key did not work. It's talk it out Tuesday, Tuesday. with licensed professional counselor Unetta Spring. Morning show is talking about Tuesday. Y'all, please help me welcome licensed professional counselor, Yonetta Spring. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky. How y'all doing this morning? Man, we blessed this morning. So happy to have you. We about to jump right on into what's trending in the therapy room. I like that. The therapy room talking about what's been catching your attention. So I heard people complain that therapy is ruining their relationship. So what's up with that anyway? Like who said that therapy is ruining their relationship? You know, oftentimes that, that can come up from the person that that isn't actually in therapy. You know, um, feeling like if you have a relationship and there's one person in therapy the other person isn't and it's creating this this change and this shift you know in their relationship so you know that if you in therapy together and it becomes mm-hmm. kind of a tick for tack like situation where he do this and he do this and his why I do that well she do this and she do that now that becomes kind of some <laughs> conflict how do you get through that so we know therapy is supposed to make things better but I often say things feel worse they feel worse before they get better so you know kind of thinking about in, in couples where they there's this tick for tack you know, therapy can increase your awareness. Sometimes engaging in therapy, we we may have a heightened awareness. We have a heightened emotional sensitivity. So things that you like were maybe normalized in your relationship 
before, they aren't okay anymore. So sometimes we choose relationships and things that feel familiar and familiar patterns. But once you start to notice things and and once things start to change and you become more attuned with your emotions, then you start to recognize uh, conflict and what really bothers you. I got a question. So when me and my wife at one Mm -hmm. time were going to therapy, the problem we would have is Mm -hmm. we would discuss an issue in the therapist's office and then once we were on our way home, if we in the car together, mm-hmm. sometimes we would ride separate cars. But if we in the car together, we would start to discuss the issue that we was discussing in there and then get into a, a back and forth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, 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 it, it was crazy. I can, I can actually like. So should people like, agree to somebody, leave whatever yeah, they discussed in the office in yeah. the office? It's not that we don't discuss it, but it's a way that you discuss it. So therapy can help you understand your communication pattern. And, you know, there's a way to have a conversation where it feels like we're understanding each other and we're moving forward and then there's a way to have conversations where it feels like we're we're kind of stuck in this cycle so therapy kind of helps you get out of that cycle so if you haven't quite learned how to communicate effectively and how to listen and how to reflect and how to um you know really hear what your partner is saying then you may want to table some of those conversations until you learn effective way to communicate yeah somebody's sitting in therapy like and really getting mad about something and they don't get it out doing the therapy session because you run out of time and it's just an awkward ride home. How do you as a therapist table the conversation just where they wouldn't be into it and then they come in they even mm-hmm. matter the next week? And one thing, one thing to be mindful of is anger is not a bad thing. You know, for me as a therapist, when I see folks, you know, they start to get anger. It's like a when they start to feel angry, it's an indication they're ready for a shift and change, right? So it's not being angry that's the issue. It's what you do with that anger that can be problematic. So one thing I do in session is we create containers, which is a way to kind of package things up, close things up, leave it there. We're not saying we're not going to address this issue. We're just saying we're not addressing it right now, right? So having a way that you can put things into the container, close it up, keep it in there so it doesn't create distress for you throughout the week and then revisit it when it's time to revisit it. So, so what about like if you're in a therapy session with your with your mate and if it's a female mm-hmm. therapist, sometimes does the mm-hmm. therapist lean towards the, the woman's side and then if it's a male therapist, lean towards the guy's side and then you're up there, well, you're just taking her side because you're a female or you're just taking his side because you're a man. I used to be That's accused of, ma- of uh-huh. manipulating the therapist. Yeah. I'm not manipulating the therapist. I was just right and you was wrong. Right. Right. How you deal with that? You know? Yeah. So for me personally, I like to address the elephant in the room. So really being able to say like, how does it feel for you being able to receive therapy from me as a woman or if, you know, vice versa, because we bring our lived experiences. The therapist does as well as the client. We bring, they bring their lived experiences into that session. So as a therapist, I have to be mindful not to bring my stuff into the session where it creates disruption for what is happening with the client. Um, and, and having them be open, I always like invite my clients to be open. Like if that comes up and you feel like I'm being biased because of my uh, gender, call me out, you know, about that. And we could talk about the reasoning behind this this insight that I'm offering you. I think too, uh, Yanetta, that, you know, when you go into therapy as a couple, the desire to mend things in the relationship has to exceed your pride. You know, you can't go in there mm-hmm. wanting to be right. You have to go in wanting to 
improve the relationship. Yeah. And so those expectations, you know, of what you desire to be the outcome is really important, right? So if one person has an expectation of, I need to be right, and that other person has a different expectation, then that could create an issue. So being on the same page in terms of what your expectation is. And ultimately, I'm looking at, you know, our nervous system. And when we can find ways to regulate our nervous system, to be calm, to be neutral, to be grounded, it really opens up that ability for us to repair challenges or to repair ruptures and to kind of find that common ground. Right. So I think that's the most important thing, really finding a way to kind of regulate your nervous system. All right, Yanetta, let everybody know how you can be reached. Yeah, so you can find me on social media at Yanetta Spring. Check out my website, YanettaSpring.com, and that'll get you to be able to find a therapist or find me for services as well. There it is, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, Yanetta Spring. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.